Welcome to Industry Night, where I provide a platform for fellow service industry members from bartenders, servers, and hosts to food and beverage directors, chefs, and brand reps to share their stories, their knowledge, and their passions. I will say it's going to be a little bit funny for people listening because... Well, people don't know. I will tell you now. Brie was my first guest, my first interviewee, and we talked so long, (laughs) and I hadn't learned certain things yet, and the computer died, (laughs) and I lost two hours and 22 minutes of video and audio. That one was for us. Those two hours <laughs> were for just, us. That was for us. That was just for shits and gigs. That was that was a warm up. That was is, a warm up. This is the real deal. So what's actually relevant about that is this is going to still be episode two, but it's like two weeks later. So now I have nicer mics, a two mic setup. The audio is going to sound completely different from here two episodes three four and five is back to the original mic setup so it's gonna sound extra good here and then it'll sound like kind of good perfect for three four and five great thank god thank god because i want i want to sound so much better than everyone else so this is (laughs) starting off with a bang (laughs) is brianna beck hello Yay. Happy to be so here cute. again. Would like again. To do, would like to do this say, every week, actually. Breathe a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Not that any of you really needed that backstory, but it's like, it's just aggressively funny. <laughs> so if you ever hear me say... Funny. I was just going to say like accurate I said to last time. Yes. It's because we've done this again, but the good thing is I can talk about myself forever. So Which is this perfect. Was, that was the perfect candidate yes. for this. She really was, though. Thanks. It's ideal. So, all things aside... Starting a podcast, guys, it is like 2% podcast <laughs> <laughs> and um, 98% AV Ad- tech admin. slash <laughs> admin slash women in STEM right. slash I feel like a DJ. Like what a beautiful parallel to like the service industry. What everyone sees is just like wow. cool bartenders flipping bottles and flirting with me. But what's actually happening is like months and months and hours and hours of really hard work and yes. prep and so much prep decision making. Oh my gosh, especially for craft cocktails, couldn't, my lord! I'm like, imagine. normally would this be an eleven touch cocktail? <laughs> Do you even know what that means? Probably not. You're like, what the heck are you talking about? Eleven I'm like, bottle 11 touches. People not, touch the string. Incredible. <laughs> not even counting the bitters or the drops of saline because we have gotten that nerdy here and we are chemistry ridden at our bar here but we, we batched that shit into one bottle so genius. you see us genius just being casual no big deal casual carefree it's not. easy it's breezy, a big beautiful deal. pouring stirring serving and you're you like up with wow people like me i could totally forcing do this. people forcing you to pick up their weird things and <laughs> you're like i don't know how i'm gonna do this well, all right and then you do and incredible you do. doing god's work doing god's work <laughs> my god at least I don't know. Uh, all right wonderful well if that was not introduction <laughs> enough <laughs> that was a cool intro <laughs> that was a great intro <laughs> sitting down with me this evening is one of my favorite sales reps 
Brianna Beck. Yeah. What a great start just, to this episode. Just two hostesses. This. Just two <laughs> just former hostesses. Cute. Just two hostesses. That's right. Yes. That's right. So I have a little bit of an advantage of how to make our time efficient because we technically already did this. We right. sat down, we talked about all of we this. We did a rough draft. We did a rough draft and it was super great. So I know a whole slew of your background about your time with Vino Volo, which yeah. is fantastic. And I loved hearing about it. Can you give us a summary of Vino Volo yeah. and how that transitioned into your time as a sales rep? Because yeah. your sales rep experience and how bars and bar managers, et cetera, your clients, everyone listening out there can utilize that knowledge. So I want to get to that. I want that to kind of be over our meat and potatoes. Yeah. But Vina Volo was huge for you. So I want to get into yeah. that. So that was really my first like real like adult quote unquote industry job. And honestly, really my first like real job in general. Uh, the best part is like how I like got the job is I was like 22 drinking like barefoot Moscato drunk and like typed in <laughs> wine to indeed and this like random job popped up and I was like I can I can apply to this and <laughs> then they called me and I'm like what I'm like that's funny so I went and it turns out it was at the Detroit airport which was I did not expect so that was crazy um but represent uh, and uh the manager was like what do you know about wine and I'm like well I drank Riesling and <laughs> my parents talk about opus one and she's like perfect you're hired and I'm like that's crazy but all right and I knew really nothing about wine at the time so that was like the best part Other but than the fact that you enjoyed it and right, it got you drunk right I'm like I can be around wine and make money all day Party girl. I'm, I'm in I'm in <laughs> um and the the company itself was such a great company or is such a great company they really focus on wine education like their levels of training are similar to the court of master sommeliers like their levels so and correct me if i'm wrong but you retested for <laughs> vinavolo more frequently than you did or had to for yes. your for, for some yeah not only did we have to like retest like i think like every two years but we also got graded harder mm. than the court of master psalms so that was and it wasn't like pass or fail it was like pass or you're fired <laughs> But oh like they, gosh. I mean, they but like they let of, you yeah, retest right? and retest. But like they weren't gonna like let any of us go. But like it was like it was like yeah, the, it was like you definitely like yeah. I'm sure within a certain amount of times, so if, if you yeah. just continued to like truthfully like refail, you're gonna like, be on oh. like a like a progress yeah. program. <laughs> but it was like the Navy SEALs of like wine education, <laughs> essentially. But like the the wine culture there was really serious, and they wanted to make it more like approachable. Mm -hmm. So they like went in, into ways of like how to make it relevant, and so all of the concepts are in airports which is an interesting idea but it really helped like create like an oasis for people that are traveling for that. work or yes. for business like yes, you I just was, forget like I that was you're in really an airport. surprised to hear last time that for an airport now all any any and all of my airport service industry people are probably like oh of course you but have when no I, idea yeah but when I heard this for the first time I was shocked at the idea of regulars in yeah. an airport. It's because crazy. for myself, I'm obviously only in an airport if I'm vacationing. Once every few years or, or once every few months. Yeah. yeah. And you never um, see the same people. Like never. you never know the same of places. Course. But people who travel for business, and there's a lot of business travelers, obviously here, because this is a huge like convention and um, 
like healthcare town. So a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of business is happening here, but also in Detroit because it's a huge international airport. So you, like, I was also shocked, but we had so many regulars, and it was really nice because like you do see a slew of like just random faces, a lot of drunk people, especially down at this airport, <laughs> kind of like a zoo. But there was enough regular customers to really like feel familiar which was wonderful wonderful. so that's like one of those things i'm like it wasn't very service industry but like those were the things that like helped tie it in oh big time um but so i started in detroit and worked there for a few years and then after i graduated college they offered me a management position down here so i had to like test down here in nashville yeah oh yeah in nashville and like i had to test even more to get into that but that was Mm. more like more wine stuff but also more like how to manage people got but into management. <laughs> so, got into management yes. down here and i loved it um and it like it ran its course really well and i had moved again with the company to upstate south carolina to open up a new location which was like what was i thinking like why would i want to do that but i was like i can do anything and i can't but then <laughs> girl co- boss right i like so girl boss too hard like too hard i was like oh i got ahead of myself a little too close to the sun yeah i was like burnt but um <laughs> then covid hit which was cool and i got laid <laughs> off like two months after moving and and they're like, we're going to lay you off. Like, good luck. And I was like, <laughs> sweet. I don't need money. I don't want to live. Like, I don't care. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Nothing matters. Nothing Nothing's matters. Real. I'm like, it's cool. Nothing's real. I don't care. But then so I ended up moving back the summer of 2020 because I just missed friends. And I, I had more of a life here than I did in South Carolina. Um, and then like those two years during, or like there was a year during COVID I was like unemployed and it was like hard for me. Like mm-hmm. I, as much as I hate like capitalism and like doing stuff, I <laughs> really feel useless unless I'm yeah doing, doing something. Things. I need yeah. something. I don't I mean, need but a lot. It is also a big cultural mindset. It's very hard yeah. to grow up with that your entire life. Like, and then actually be able to check and then just out. Stop. Yeah. And just like, stop. And like, cause I, everyone yeah. kind of like. Well, obviously, there were a lot of other reasons, but it was a huge part of, like, the full-blown panic oh, yeah. for that time of everyone oh, yeah. was like, but what do I do? What am I actually doing? Yes. And that's so, and I remember, like, thinking during COVID that, like, man, if I could just get, like, a job for a distributor, like, I had so many great relationships with my reps when I was the buyer at Vino Volo that I was like, man, it would be so cool just to do what they do because, like, I, I loved what they did. And I ended up working for a few restaurants in management because that was my experience, hated that because mm-hmm. they took things a lot more seriously which mm-hmm. i was like you have to yeah, yeah which i like no credit like no bad credit to them because but i was and they're like you're doing a great job and i'm like yeah but it's killing me yeah you're this like is, inside i'm, I'm dying, dying i hate telling day. people my own age to get off their phones because i am also on my phone yeah. i'm like this these tweets aren't gonna like well, themselves especially from the sounds of it it was very much also like the style of places you were working yeah. at and restaurants versus bars right i'm very spoiled managing a it is a bar through and through we do not have a host we do not have servers it's just like come in come out yes it's like i only deal with literal adult bartenders and if they don't reservations yeah if they don't turn out to be as adult and mature as i need them to be you can just cut them loose yeah we have a lot of autonomy behind our bar yeah so it's like if you're not holding up then it's like all due respect nothing personal but I do need someone. This is a business. Whereas yeah. at a restaurant, my God, especially like that was so owned by like a bigger like you know group yeah, and everything. Entities, more yeah. corporates. Yeah, corporate is always awful. Challenging. Awful. Okay, so management for you oh, did yeah, not didn't work. work didn't out. work. Luckily, though, like two two or three months into the last job, I had gotten a text from my former Athens rep 
he was like because he knew that i had had like serious wine education and like mm-hmm. and, and you had a great relationship with great this rep, really yes? he was yeah. my by far my favorite rep he was the best rep i've ever had now he was he only your rep through the restaurants that you had been managing or did you also work with him at all when you were at the bna so he he Vinovolo? i started with him at Vinovolo, okay. and it just so happened that a lot of the restaurants that i worked at he was also the rep for it was really like serendipitous so like the cool thing was like he just like kind of randomly saw my face a lot so Mm -hmm. like which like kept i guess i mean i don't know if that's the reason why but it really worked out well but he texted me like hey are you looking for a job and i was like uh yeah i would absolutely love a job so i sent him my resume and luckily i'd already known his boss a little bit because she would come into Vino Volo mm-hmm. at the airport and I would get her drunk on Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> and a few other people too that worked in Athens. So like I have it, to ask, was it New Zealand Sauvignon? Of course. Yeah. She <laughs> loves a New Zealand Sauvignon and mad respect to her. For that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. So like I interviewed and like she was, I was like nervous cause I was like, I don't really have like full blown sales experience. And she's like, well, I can teach anyone to say and to sell. But like she had some funny, like, characteristics she hates only children so which i love (laughs) and i I get why but i love that you know what i really love that mindset where she was more concerned about your education that you were bringing in and not just the skill of selling because she was like that i can teach Teach. because i was told the same thing when i started at my bar now when my mentor hired me I was very clear about why I was so intimidated. I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know how to properly stir a cocktail. I was like, homie, I don't know how to make an old fashioned literally. I mean, now I make like literally 10,000. Right. You could do it with your eyes closed. I literally do 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 it it in your sleep. You're like, it's like you time yourself triple stir. Anyway, (laughs) but that's in the same vein. He told Mm -hmm. me the same thing. He was like, I do not care. That is the easy part. I can teach you how to make, anything and right. i will right he was like it is your personality yeah. and your knowledge right. that i want he's right. like i want somebody that knows beer my bartenders now know all about this craft cocktail stuff mm-hmm. he's like no one knows beer no one knows how to sell it that's what i want which and is was, such a huge market too yeah well, i mean that's like i mean it's got to be like a chunk of your percentage of sales it is yeah, yeah for being such a big whiskey bar we actually have gosh we have around like 20 bottles and cans and we have two drafts, which yeah. is obviously neither here nor there, but we have a lot. I mean, yeah. Through, and that's a, it's a yeah. solid and it's a cool selection too, which Thank is you. nice. And our, our premise is very much like yeah. trying to carry things that you're not going to find everywhere else, yeah. at least from our neighbors. It's like an educate, like you're like, we're trying to provide like an education. Yeah. This is something new. This like is something different. Everyone can get yeah. a bullet old fashioned pretty much at any bar you go to, right. whether it's a whiskey bar or not. Right. I intentionally do not carry bullet largely for that reason of like, no, right. I'm going to make you the best old fashioned you've ever had. And, and it's not yeah. going to be with what you know. I want to well, introduce you to right, something. Let's like broaden your horizons. Babe. Yes. Just, just a, a little, little bit. Just, like, just a titch. Just, you know, just a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but my favorite thing I think that she, my boss is mostly focused on too, is she was really, she's really good at curating a team and finding Love personalities that. that work on Girl a team. Girl after my own heart. Right. Yes. And that, I think that's so important because like, you know, I guess, essentially anyone can do this job. Like there's nothing super specific about mm-hmm. it. Like you can learn about wine. You can learn about spirits. You can learn about sales. Mm-hmm. But like, can you work well with this team mm-hmm. that is like pretty much a well-oiled machine? So like that was a can huge part. Can you hit part. different goals together? Can right. you move different can they products tr- together? Can they trust you that you're mm-hmm. going to hit these team goals? Can you do all this stuff? And so, and like, I mean, at the time I really didn't know much about 
any spirits besides like what I like to drink. And Mm so the whole like first year of my job was really a learning curve. Like the wine stuff I knew and like that was cool to have that because like going into it like from Gives you a huge boost of confidence I'm assuming. Because that's gosh there's so much wine. I think everybody in terms of like distributors here everyone has a large wine portfolio. Yes. And to me it's always seemed very intimidating. I mean it's one of the biggest things that held me back from ever serving at my first job that I hostess at was the wine. It was so extensive. I mean, even still it's, it's something I'll be very upfront with a lot of my reps about of like, it's my biggest weakness. Yeah. Which, I, which is so like why much. it's cool to <laughs> it's have reps that do know. Cause yes. and that's what like, it's so helpful. Like, and that's what, cause like I will, you know, I bring you bourbons and tequilas and stuff. And I'm like, what is your opinion on this? Like, Just I know what I like. Your I know what litmus test. Right. It is. And like, and, no. Right, and like I said, I said last time, I'm like, I do it to you intentionally and like genuinely, but then I do it to like, other buyers to like feed their ego i'm like i really just want your opinion on this which works so you know i could question that be like you're just telling me what i want to hear but i'm just gonna i'm gonna take that as truth i love that i i'm in too deep to lie to you at this point (laughs) i'll take it uh but yeah so and so it's been like two just actually i just like celebrated the two-year anniversary i just Mm kind of realized um but it's been wonderful I really do love what I do and it is a really cool job that I get to be passionate about and it's not your typical nine to five Mm -hmm. very like kind of the hours but like I get to work from home some I get to be on the road and be on the road mostly like 90 percent on the road Mm -hmm. and I love how can you speak a little bit to like how large your region is or how many accounts you have this is not this is not the usual for most distributors we're a little understaffed at the moment so I have like a hundred 170 accounts I think 160 which is a lot it is a lot it is a lot and like my territory goes all the way down to Columbia to Germantown essentially and everything in between yeah um and but that how far out east and west are you or is um, it mostly kind of that north and south it's mostly north and south I do have some things in east Nashville and then I have like something out I have a golf club out in Kingston Springs that's what like one of my favorite things is like I have a lot of country clubs in my route and I get to be around some of the most beautiful (laughs) homes that are very intimidating and like just like be around really rich people and be like, ha, 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 ha. I have four dents in my Nissan Altima like, <laughs> to, to the bourgeoisie, you know, but yeah, so my territory is all over. It's not going to be like that forever. I think I somehow have got my way. I have like joked my way and like fooled everyone into like becoming like a very good sales rep. <laughs> and for some reason they trust me. I don't know why, but I'm just, you know, being bashful, but I, I, I'm like, well, I'm, you are okay. All jokes aside, though, you are very genuine. I try. Even, even, and I think it just comes as a strength, even with you being so open about, like, yeah, not taking it all that seriously. You can have fun with these jobs. Right. It's the one of the most beautiful parts about this industry 100%. is that fun is such a crucial yeah, part you, of it. it. You, like, not like. It, at the end of the day, we're not curing cancer. We're not, you yeah, know, we're not saving children. Yes. You know, like we are. It's some of the best advice I've been given at some yeah. places yeah. of like, for example, when I was at Founders, I got the reminder all the time. Like, it's not that serious. It's beer and sandwiches. Right. Okay. Like if somebody's really losing their shit right now, it's beer and sandwiches. Right. At the and end like, of the day. And that's it, what yes. there's. I want, I want to do a good job. Like my, like my need for validation and affirmation is so deep inside me that I want to do a good job and yes. I do do a good job. Yeah. Like I am very much like, oh, tell me I did good. Job. 
really, really, it's really cool to watch you guys and to watch a lot of other bars, like really let their staff just be creative. Mm-hmm. And because I mean, everyone really brings something else, something different and different perspectives to the table that like, I mean, I could truthfully never do what y'all do. Like, it's incredible. Uh, my brain does not work that way. Because again, I, don't I don't take anything I seriously. What you do. I've talked to a lot of different reps about potentially trying yeah. to be a sales rep and I just don't think it's, it's in weird, my wheelhouse either. It's a weird transition for sure. What do you feel like for other people that may be listening that are either curious or more importantly would be considering making the transition from being in a concept to being a sales rep? What do you feel like for you are the biggest like pros and cons and then maybe touch a little bit on like the money? Yeah, I think like the most obvious change and the most obvious anything is the money is not going to be as easy and mm-hmm. as readily available and as as fast. Yeah, um, you're not making and you're not cash making chips ca- on a Saturday You're not making night. cash. Yeah. You like can't just like pick up a shift and like go in and like and make another four hundred dollars. Right, like that <laughs> cannot happen, unfortunately. Um, and it's. So, like, you really have to be in a different mindset of that. And I got lucky because at Vino Volo, like, all of our tips were, one, shared, and two, like, put on credit card or mostly credit cards, and it was, like, given to us mm-hmm. every two weeks. Yeah, in the direct deposit. Yeah, yes. so I... Personally, so like, huge yeah, fan of that. Same. It makes my it, taxes so much easier. I don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, I never I had to worry about, about that. And so... Meanwhile, there's these 22-year-old Broadway who, bartenders and no one tells you. Yeah. Working like three shifts a week, and then they but owe pulling in cash. I was gonna say yeah, but then they owe a ridiculous yeah. amount of money in their yeah. taxes. But the I think, and again, like I worked in an airport, so like we weren't open till four o'clock in the morning. Sure. We didn't, you know, like it was like a ten to ten situation for mm-hmm. the most part, and like so that was like love that. But so like I think a huge a huge difference for and a, a huge pro is your quality of life is mm-hmm. a lot better in this job. Like mm-hmm. again, like I don't I we work like nine to five ish hours, but like accounts like bars and restaurants don't open up at nine a.m. Yeah, so like I get to do a good chunk of my work at home, mm-hmm. reading emails, getting my day ready, mm-hmm. you know, really like. Plugging organizing my week and... punching and orders that's a huge part of my week is just punching and orders mm-hmm. um but then like i can kind of like set out and i get to choose my own schedule for the week mm-hmm. which is n- so nice and like i work choose for... your own schedule as in like who you're going to yep. go see when you're going to go see them mm-hmm. okay yeah so that's what, like i'll like we'll have like a zoom on monday or on wednesdays and like an office like it'd be in the office on fridays for sales meetings but besides that like i really have complete autonomy of my schedule which is really nice mm-hmm. and like it's really and like i like to be in and restaurants in my free time so being paid to do it is truth like dream job like what like <laughs> I, yes. i'd be doing this anyway so like <laughs> it's perfect um so like that those like it, the the schedule and the freedom and then like there aren't like an insane amount of perks because it since it is service industry adjacent mm-hmm. you still get invited to cool things you are in the know on a lot of cool things yeah. happening around town you're part of a lot of you're events part that of are happening and yeah, like you're supplying the yeah. product so you get to go you get to go yeah. and like you get to like save the day for accounts mm-hmm. and like you get to be a hero which I love so that's very cool and you also get to build relationships with really cool people because Nashville is specifically too is such a service town I think we talked about this last time but like outside of healthcare oriented this is hospitality Mm -hmm. this is service this is tourism and like this industry is such a cool like 
community here that I love that like has really been super fulfilling there's so too. much support so here. much and there's so much like there is so much love across so like, much love it's it's so great to be able to work in an area I was a little worried about that even when I left working in the city mm-hmm. to a smaller yeah. town I yeah. was I you know I'll just say it I love the industry but I was a little bit worried that if I moved to a smaller town there would be a more competitive mindset where like your neighbor establishment a couple doors down would be you know theoretically being like oh don't go to that Sa- bar like, like yeah like yeah. we have the best whatever it's but it's southern not it's, gentility, I was say, it's literally not that at all yeah. like in our little community it's just like we send each other customers mm-hmm. all the time yes. I mean it is the community standard that people uh I would say bar hot but we're technically oh, yeah. like the main bar everything else yeah. is like a restaurant, restaurant with the bar yeah everything has a bar right yeah but there's so many great bar mm-hmm. programs and all of the staff were like oh gosh you know where you should go or mm-hmm. oh you really love wine you should go, go to, yeah you know, here down the road oh you really want a great dessert oh you yeah. want a great steak it's just like let me point you, you let me send you i love the expression this person. a rising tide lifts all boats oh. and that's what like if you're doing well if the community is doing well everyone's doing 100%. well and so and that's i mean that was honestly like a, like a tip share like you know mentality too like if we're all doing good like we're good mm-hmm. and like that's just what it is and that's what like i even today i was at colachinos in franklin and i saw a rep the i think the best brands rep that mm-hmm. i had seen at like another country club mm-hmm. like months ago and he like recognized me and we just like he's at the bar with me and like we just like riffed for like yeah. an hour and like again it's just like I and we like that. even there the yeah. sense of competition is like because it's not there's it's not enough. like you're, there's not like enough you're both to go trying around to sell tito's it's no. like nope one has Tito's, well, one has kettle. kettle, yeah, and it's like not that that it's, rep has it, Tito's, but yeah. still, it's like right. It's just the concept being like you're not competing no. for the same direct and there's products there's, anyway. There's enough to go around. There's so there's much. There's enough there's to so go around. Many different concepts. And I don't. It like I lo- of course like I love getting placements on menus, but I really hate when I when I'm taking a placement because mm-hmm. I know what that feels like, and that's mm-hmm. that is one of the cons of the job for sure. Is that like you know, you kind of have to be like a little ruthless in that. And like, and that's not something I'm very good at. I've like always feel bad about that stuff. But again, like it's the name of the game. It's going to happen to me. It is a circle of life. We move on. We digress. Yeah. Uh, so that like, that is, and, but it's also, it's kind of like competitive. Like, I, you know, I, I want to bring you the best rosé. I want to bring you mm-hmm. the coolest bourbon. I want to mm-hmm. bring you the cookie dough flavored whiskey. You know what I mean? Like the cool stuff, <laughs> you know, the stuff that gets people thinking. <laughs> that good, good. That's what you guys are missing this episode is last time I brought cookie dough flavored whiskey and Jillian uh, loved it and she won't tell I was you that. Say, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I super hate to admit, but Coming it actually to OB Joyful so soon is it a cookie dough Manhattan. like straight Sugar. diabetes <laughs> in a glass. Yeah, for sure. 1000% for sure. slash like a headache yeah. four hours later yeah which is fine yeah. <laughs> i mean you're not living unless you have a headache from something you know what i mean like we're here we're here to live hard it, and die <laughs> <laughs> we're not just like ruining our whole bodies um okay so pay structure so pay is pay is different and that obviously that that's a huge adjustment too how my company worked is you they started you off on salary Mm -hmm. they're like we want you to focus on nothing but learning this portfolio and building relationships we don't want you to have to worry about looking at your numbers i think is so freaking great i that they're like let's take away the pressure and stress of the finance let's just literally let you learn Learn. this job and you get a you get the same paycheck every two weeks it's good you're fine but the cool thing was like from the beginning 
is immediately I started being able to receive incentives. Mm -hmm. And so every month we roll out a new like set of incentives. Sometimes they're multiple months, but sometimes it's just one month and it is uncapped. It is just money in our pocket. Like you get this wine by the glass at a restaurant in print. Here's 50 bucks. You sell three cases of this. Here's $25. Tells you my allergies. But so that's, so that was cool. So that's a really, and that was, that honestly kind of helped taste or like put a taste in my mouth for mm-hmm. the motivation. Like, let's get things in print. Let's get things on menu. Let's move. Let's, let's make people like pull the trigger before the end of the month mm-hmm. so I can get it on this month's payroll. And like, so that, like, that's kind of like commission light. Yes. And then mm-hmm. it took about two, like, like a year and a half uh, after like quarterly review after quarterly review, I brought up commission cause I like live. When is the first time that you brought up like wh- it was my second review <laughs> so oh six God, months in because i'm like Bold. again like you know close on don't get fed i only actually i only live in like cliches that's all i say is just, just like, like the squeaky wheel gets yeah. the oil <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's I, I never actually say anything i just say like weird like <laughs> euphemisms uh <laughs> but so i kept bringing it up i'm like i want to talk about it like when do you think and they like they it was like when you like convert to judaism how you have to ask three times, three times yes. and then they like let you that was like essentially it like i'm like you guys are playing hard to get and I love this game. So <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> and granted, to their credit, I like they moved my route around a lot. And like, I'm thankful that they did that I waited and I'm in the position I am now. So and like how they do it. Um, and again, I don't know how other distributors do it. I'm just, you know, sure. it just yeah, who knows? Different. Yeah, everyone's different. A fair amount, and the yeah. structure sounds of course similar because right there's either yeah. commission or, or salary or pay. yeah yeah like, 100 yeah. and that's what some and some like i think some reps are even because everyone has a different like commission structure too like mm-hmm. no one has the same True, yes. which is cool because like, there's re- different percentages right for categories yeah like so we're broken wine, up into beer, wine spirits, spirits non-alcoholics yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so like obviously the percentages for spirits and wine, like spirits are the lowest because we're doing high volume spirits mm-hmm. and I have like some accounts downtown. So those are doing high volume. So they can't like, we can't give you 10% on that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> cause obviously you're going to sell a <laughs> yeah. crap ton of spirits. Right. I, I, I'm selling, I'm like, you want a Beaujolais? I'm like, here's, here's kettle one close enough. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, I'm going to diet red for you. Like whatever. Um, and then like wine is a little bit more than my spirits percentage. And then like non-alc is like 5%. So, which is cool. My- so, because I made really good money at Vino Volo. Yes. Like, I really did. And like, I didn't work that hard. Yeah, like that's like the, like the running thing. Yeah, I never theme. really worked that hard. Like we, and like we made great money, but like, obviously that wasn't going to last. And I knew that. And working in restaurants, I'm like, this is working way too hard for little money. Mm-hmm. Now I'm still not making the money that I want to be making, but it mm-hmm. definitely feels more in reach mm-hmm. for me because I, I think I'm, I'm not, I don't think, I know I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly told and reaffirmed. And I am putting myself in a position to become a very important player on our team. Love that. So I, I, I see things happening well. And I'm, I, I told so my boss today. that being like a raise would come with like a promotion to a different position maybe? I, I think. What Theoretically, would, of course. Eventually. Yeah. But I think right now, like the next step is getting more lucrative accounts getting okay. more high profile accounts more and important accounts that you really just like kind of like you one you wait for them to open and mm-hmm. you fight for it or like you find and does that it, you like find really it. only happen if somebody leaves yeah or like you know sometimes like 
you know, like trades happen, like it's like a football team, like you know, like that's what my coworker said. Fantasy football season. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. This is an ad for DraftKings. Can you imagine okay. if I somehow so randomly got sponsored by my? Everything is a sponsoring opportunity. Uh, let's not let's not wait. I'm like, all listen up, DraftKings. Right. Here is your here it plug. Is. Tag them right now. <laughs> this like put the DraftKings logo right here, uh, right here. <laughs> uh, but I was actually joking around with my coworker because he has all of the icon group, which is Skulls and House of Cards and something oh, yeah. else, and then also part of their concept is nudies on Broadway, which is oh. my account. And he's he texted me yesterday. He's like. All right, what do you want? What do you want for nudies? And I was like, Friday in the office, I said, bring your best trade offers, and I, I'll consider a deal. I will, but it's not going to come easy. <laughs> so, which I'm like, because, again, like, nothing's real to me. So, I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I'll consider it. Right, whatever. And, but so, like, and the more, the, the better I do, the more likely, and, like, with my expertise, too, in wine, the more nice restaurants that keep opening up, like, I think a lot of them will be, good choices for me to be their rep mm-hmm. so that's kind of and like you know nashville is doing nothing but growing i was gonna say true yes that's a great way to do that as well yeah every, and that's i'm like you just kind of got to constantly every opening. other day there's like a new account literally three last month like yeah it is insane so you kind of just have to wait but also you have to go out and find them too because it's kind of like a first one to the account or first one to the bar okay. gets to be the rep yeah. unless there is a pre-existing relationship okay. with either an owner or a bar manager or whatever. Relationships in our industry trump everything. I love that. Which I, I do too. So I if do too. I were to open a bar and I was like, I, I Athens, I would, I would only laugh. Work with I would free. laugh if someone tried. I'd be like, over my dead body. You don't you want you don't think I take anything seriously? Watch me get pissed. I will freak out. Right. And that's so that's let's it. find out together what I take seriously. <laughs> You want to find out? You want to you want to poke the sleeping bear? Like get out of here! Like I will get mad, and it's and I'll start crying probably. <laughs> That's why I don't care because I just cry too much. So I'm like, it's easier for me. Um, but yeah, so relationships are everything mm-hmm. for us. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. That's right. it. Is there what makes a like on? your end because you've obviously been able to see both sides now you've been the buyer and you've been the rep so what makes a good rep in your opinion a good, good rep. sales rep oh good mm-hmm. re- yeah because that's what i've i had a few really bad rep not terrible reps but reps that i don't i never i didn't choose to work with um for me it was the biggest thing in the world and i'm so happy that i got to experience this is like when something is out of stock let me know immediately Give me an mm-hmm. option for a substitute. Especially mm-hmm. when it comes to wine. Obviously, spirits are harder because like it's hard to like substitute that. Sure. But like when like if I if I'm out of my Chardonnay, like give me something in the same price range, mm-hmm. and don't let don't let me find out that it's out of stock when the uh, order shows, when up. It shows up. Because I'm gonna and lose the truck my, driver. I'm who, gonna lose bless his heart. Mind. Has zero control and, and zero idea. No idea, and is mm-hmm. just like a harmless player. And you want to freak out on this poor driver, but that is the hardest job in the world. I'm convinced. And the oh, one thousand percent. Oh my god. No, they're not being paid millions of dollars. What Definitely they should not, be. No. Them and teachers, man. Obviously, but hey. that was always my biggest pet peeve. Is I hated that. And that's what that's how Nick, my coworker and my former rep, 
how he be how we got such a close relationship is I'd have another rep just drop the ball. So I would immediately text him and be like, what do you need me to pick up? Mm-hmm. What do what Chardonnay, what whatever is uh, is like going to make you money this month? What do you need? How many ca- like yeah. I need five cases immediately. Yeah. And he would literally drive it to the airport and I would wheel it through security. And him. like because and I'm like, because we couldn't it wasn't an option for us to be yeah. out of a wine. It was not an option. No. So and like the fact you that my were other, wine. that was right. It. And like we. <laughs> We, we did so many thousands of dollars a month in sale, like thirty thousands a month in just wine sales alone. That I'm like, how does how do my other reps not understand that this is their money too? That oh, I'm like, time. this I could be doing this for you, mm-hmm. and so that was one hundred percent. And like, what made Nick so great too is like, one he genuinely formed a relationship with me and Margot, the other assistant manager, and our manager Sheena, mm-hmm. but also he like learned what our style of wine was what we're mm-hmm. into like what we like to drink and he would bring us that stuff I and like that. we'd be like oh yeah we love this he'd be like what that's crazy how did, how did <laughs> i know that what that's, that I, didn't, I didn't have no idea and so it and, it and like he like he and even though we weren't like a full bar he would invite us to industry stuff when mm-hmm. they happened he would invite us he would he made us feel like we were a very important account granted we were but like he he made us feel that way and yeah. that was that i was gonna say and that's important i was like just because you are an important account does not mean that you're going to get well taken care of 100 unfortunately 100 percent. and that's what you like like i used to have yeah a rep who just the thing was he was a great rep for certain concepts he did not fit with our concept oh, no. and i especially don't think he just fit with me Ooh. i mean long story short i don't yeah. have that rep anymore thank god they thank noticed god. their boss clearly was yeah. on top of it noticed which is good and i ended up with a new rep who is just beyond perfect she came from a similar background uh, love. of the style of bar i'm currently running mm-hmm. she came from a similar concept in terms of how she cocktailed and what kind of cocktails were on the menu and so she knows exactly what to bring me she was the other rep who i told the same super vague thing to you about i was like i want fall adjacent (laughs) i want spirits that are going to suggest fall but not be aggressive about but not be aggressive about it's still going to be like 80 degrees in october okay that's and that's we play by different rules in this i was like i cannot be serving people something super dark and heavy and bitter and ultra spirit forward 85 degrees when it is 85 degrees i was like it's not gonna happen i was like hell i can't even do i'm like i'm not even gonna do that to somebody when it's 75 degrees out Right. It needs to be subtle. It needs to be like sweater weather. Sweater no, weather. No, and I get, and I, I, and yeah, she did she the same as you. It. She yeah. just brought bottle after bottle after bottle of just like random subtle Weird. fall yeah. shit. Yeah. Where she was like, so this isn't like exactly fall, but, but like it, it pairs really be. well with like this palette. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I know you like that. And I was like, sold. Hell yeah. Duh. Yeah genius i mean that's and that's really is it like it's like building that relationship learning your buyer learning what the concept is like that is like it's everything Mm -hmm. and it's so important it's so so what makes a good buyer then uh, you just i mean (laughs) if i had every buyer as organized as you (laughs) i i would work a lot less hard (laughs) and but like i also like me and all my color-coded spreadsheets right right. not you like email me like four months before like this is what i'm looking for and i'm like i literally i'm like i'm like it's st patrick's day when did we have this fall conversation (laughs) at the end of july (laughs) no it was literally like middle of july like so i'm thinking about fall i'm like 
okay all right cool i'll get back to you (laughs) but i mean but more or less like i'm super sympathetic and empathetic to buyers because you're not just your job isn't just making a menu your job is your job specifically is being also a bartender you're managing Mm -hmm. people you're making a schedule i literally have y'all are busy and not even just like i literally just have to do all the things but yes. yeah you're really yeah, doing yeah. it all and so like <laughs> i am empathetic to and like again like i i love bartenders and bar managers because again like you guys are doing like a very hard job and like but making it look so easy and so effortless like that's why, and that's why every loser that goes into a bar is like my dream is to open up a bar one day and it's like you actually don't know what it takes and that's fine because like just like i didn't know what it take you took to start right. a podcast well, right <laughs> But learning, truly. <laughs> learning curves. Learning curves. curves. But um, <laughs> but I just like it's it's the lack of communication that always drives me wild. Like I don't want to have to hunt you down to do business with you, mm-hmm. but I will. For the most part, if I if I think it's lucrative enough enough for me, and it's a it is a concept that I want to get into. It's a concept that like I think is cool and that I think I could do a job. But I like there's nothing that's gonna stop me. I will be annoying as hell. Again, I like anything I have to like. You know, if I have to like dig for it, like mm-hmm. not like fan, like manual labor, but like emotional labor, I love. Yes. Like I'll do that all day. Um, so like yeah, being unorganized and like not being communicative is hard. Um, not giving me enough time to mm-hmm. get something done. Like mm-hmm. I would love to be able to like go to my warehouse at like nine o'clock at night and get whatever I want, mm-hmm. but realistically I can't. Like yeah. they will arrest me probably, <laughs> so I can't do that. And like there and. I understand like how annoying it is when things are out of stock because like one it it affects my money now 100%. and like I don't enjoy being like guess what's out of stock again it's easier now but besides like chartreuse will never be in stock fully because of those fucking monks god bless them but god bless, literally god bless god bless I'm so happy they're here but I just I wish they worked harder than I did <laughs> and I you know what I mean like I feel like I would be a really good monk like we're uh, making four bottles a year ooh, figure it you out. know speaking of chartreuse tangent uh-oh Brie are you gonna tell them we I have to tell them that's so embarrassing <laughs> I hope we, my own from my work is listening per my I'm sure you can tell I'm much more calm than I was at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. the mania has subsided a little bit but in in an effort to help subside my mania before yes. we started recording, I was like, okay, I need a shot of chartreuse. Duh. And then it hit me in my brain. I have something else that is boozy and green. Mm. And I wonder if it would be good together. It's like a mad scientist. And so I looked at Brie <laughs> and I said, do you want to try green chartreuse mixed with green apple pucker? And I was raised to never turn down a shot. So I said, begrudgedly, I said, all right, let's, <laughs> let's do that. And technically let- she said, let's take one half <laughs> shot of just chartreuse. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta before we my completely palette. sacrilegious yeah. with this. <laughs> let's take one half yeah. shot of just was chartreuse. It, I wasn't, I'm not a monster. Really. <laughs> and then let's try a yeah. shot with 50, 50. When I tell you green chartreuse and sour that it was pucker. delicious. Yeah, you know, all I said all we did was really make apple pucker actually boozy. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, if I ever get an apple martini or an apple teeny at a bar, like one, like check on me. Two, <laughs> I'm gonna ask them to put chartreuse in. <laughs> Can I get a splash of chartreuse? Can I tell you the funniest cocktail, like chartreuse cocktail I've ever had? <gasps> yes, please. Um, a bartender put uh, chartreuse in like a wine or like in a flute, 
then put bubbles on it and then topped it with pineapple juice. Mm. Sharpane. I died. I died. Wow. It was delicious. I'm sure it was. It, I mean, because I, well, I, I also love pineapple juice too. So like, it, all I of my, so truthfully, th- my three favorite things in the world, bubbles, chartreuse, pineapple. You know what? That reminds me of last year. Talk about a freaking sacrilegious cocktail. I can't. Which Excuse one? Me. I can't believe, looking back, I can't believe that we did this knowing now how difficult it is to get chartreuse. <laughs> We did. It was called the Green Monk. I remember that. I remember that cocktail. And it was primarily green chartreuse. Shout out to Real Coconut Puree. And I think pineapple juice. It it definitely had some other things. I'd have to pull up my little highball recipe card. Yeah. But it was a banger of a cocktail. We sold so many. And I just (laughs) remember I like somebody made a comment at some point about like, oh, you're... Oh, your bar has money, money. <laughs> because we had two egg white cocktails on Jeez. the menu and then a chartreuse. And this was back when, like, there was that weird egg shortage. Do you remember this? Yeah, where, like, eggs got really, really expensive. Eggs got really, really people expensive. People were, like, like, flexing how many eggs they yes. had. Yes, and so it was at this time that people were, like, you have two egg white cocktails. <laughs> well, that's why everything is $40. Cocktail, and a $40 like, cocktail. It's like, eggs. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I remember, because that was when I first started working. It, like, first took over your account. I remember... Because we had ran out of chartreuse, as we do. As we do. And I, and I was like, help. And I was like, yeah, but we have yellow. No big deal. And you're like, no, it's different. <laughs> and I'm like, how different can it really be? It's really different. different. Okay. No, it turns out. I'm like, just make it the yellow monk. Like, no one will care. No one <laughs> no. will know. And I'm like, yeah, now I get it. Uh, it took me a minute to really fully understand the power. and The power. The, 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 the power of green chartreuse. And the. Of chartreuse in general. The cult around it oh like we and like it's like part the irony right that is made by monks and there's like this aggressive cult following for sure of like of like the like absolute degenerates like our <laughs> whole entire team like it is like mandatory that we you take shots of chartreuse well, like you either feel, do it or like you're fired I like you have to love the it the bartender's handshake sure. of nashville for sure like chicago has malort <laughs> you know what Let prior generations you. as a whole have fernet don't now we look, love I'm not hating. We I love, love I love me some Fernet. Shout you out can to give Courtney. me a shout out Fernet any day of the week. Uh, Last question I have for you. Yes. What is next? What would you like to be doing after? Obviously, no time soon. You are yeah, really in love with your happy. current job. Yeah. But what would you like to see yourself doing in another, whether it's five or ten years from now? What would be your next step after this? I. I try not. I'm really trying not to think that far ahead right now. But I, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, this question may be for the wrong person. Right. No, but I mean, I do think about it a lot, and like, I, I am happy that I'm in a job that has a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. for like my company is specifically not so much upward movement, but there, there will be, mm-hmm. and the way it's growing, especially as it grows, yeah, yeah, and like they're getting more modern. We have a lot new like younger people, which is great, and so it's I love being at the company at this stage right now, and I'd like to grow in the company for a while I, I told my boss today I'm like I don't feel like I've accomplished what I want to accomplish here yet mm-hmm. I've got a lot more to give mm-hmm. and I want to annoy you guys for a lot longer like yeah you haven't even seen <laughs> years my best to come work. you haven't seen my best work yet so but I would eventually really like to w- work my way into working for a single vineyard or mm-hmm. or like a a wine conglomerate or something specifically and I 
would love to like temporarily do a little like abroad living mm. working mm-hmm. and like just representing one specific vineyard yeah that would be i incredible. love that my book is so big right now like it's kind of like a safety net because mm-hmm. like you don't like this well that's fine i got yeah. 12 more like i don't care <laughs> literally not personal but i would love the challenge of selling one thing to everyone like that is yeah. a, that's a huge challenge yeah. and i i'm excited that i'll i know one day i'll find that winery or that mm-hmm. product that I'm like, this is it for this me. Is it. This is what I want. And that then they're going to see me public. and they're like, you're going to have to work. And I'll be like, no, but maybe <laughs> but that'll okay. change. Right. <laughs> maybe that'll change. But yeah. that's where I, that's for sure where I, I'd like to see myself eventually, eventually. Cause I, I've always wanted to live overseas temporarily, not mm-hmm. too long. Cause I'll like miss Taco Bell and stuff like that. <laughs> but in my family, but I, again, just re- begrudgingly just in case, in the case you're listening, in case you guys figured out how to <laughs> work podcasts. I like you guys too. Um, but that is for sure where I'm looking at. And I, I like very much like think of the world as my little oyster and I'm ready That's to see great. more of it, but I'm yes. very happy to be here That's for wonderful. the time being. Well, we're in one of the best cities. I, this, for this job, for this industry, oh gosh, especially for this job, couldn't industry, hands down. Yes. imagine, could not imagine doing working it anywhere, anywhere else. else, anywhere else. Are you ready to send them out? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Let's call, call for alcohol. alcohol. I love it.